Blog Talk Radio. Coming to you since 1997 on KKUP Radio with over 250 guests and still going strong in their 12th year of weekly broadcasting, the International Taz and Paula Show brings to you expansive, engaging, and groundbreaking intensity on radio and now on the Internet airwaves today. Listen live every Thursday or visit Embracing Mother Earth's archives, exclusive articles, Ask questions and receive actual answers from guests anytime at TazAndPaulaShow.com. Taz and Paula's special guests are experts coming from all walks of life, energizing our lives with a passion that inspires and teaches us with each of their compelling personal life journeys, with roots from ancient wisdom and bridging it with modern science. We hope today's show touches the wisdom of your heart. And now... Taz and Paula. Well, I don't know if Taz is with us this minute. Hold on. Taz, are you there? Okay. Well, let me start the introduction and then I will um, call Taz and see if she can even get on. But... Um, Today, we have, uh, definitely have a cosmic dance here, allowing new information to flow in and out, just like our breath. And our guest, Sheldon Neidl, will be sharing some of the latest information, walking between dimensions, from the third to the fifth. Sheldon has been on his toes doing dimensional trekking from birth to the present. He's an author, lecturer, physicist, UFO and ET representative that has thoroughly and carefully been educated by the Galactic Federation. And you are now listening to the Taz and Paula show. And I'm Paula, and I hopefully Taz will be able to get on with us. Okay. Well, I'll go on with our introduction, and uh, I'll try to get a hold of Taz in a few minutes. I've never guessed that we would be making this, these kind of changes on the planet, that we are tr- actually transitioning now. This is really incredible, what we're going to be hearing from children. It's like we are in a ballet production, leaping and twisting and supporting each other in the moves. And to Sheldon, too, this must be amazing for him to view. Uh, we've been waiting for such a long time for this, and we're going to ask him all kinds of questions. Let me just highlight some of Sheldon's background before we get started. For when you begin to know Sheldon's work, you will realize that he has an extensive education in history, the political and social sciences, physics, and Tesla technology, which allows him to bring an astute, rational approach to such conversational subject matters. During most of his life, he has enjoyed ongoing ET contact, telepathic communications with Syrian and a Galactic Federation of Light Allies. Um, there are light allies. His information is received directly and clearly. So we are getting all kinds of information coming through him. Some people may call it channeled. Uh, Sheldon has virtually observed and physically experienced spacecraft through his years. Sheldon is the founder of the Planetary Activation Organization. Uh, we know it as PAO, P-A-O, 
and it has over 2,100 registered groups worldwide, and it is growing as we speak. The PAL philosophy is to empower the individual in order to transform the world. Sheldon, we're certainly happy to have you here, and we are so anxious to hear of all the updates that's going on. Welcome back. Yeah, I'm glad to be here, Paul. Okay, um, maybe you could um, we could start out with some of the latest news about um, what's happening with our governments and our banking system. And uh, while you're telling our uh, listening audience about that, I'm going to try to call Taz just a moment. Okay. Okay. So let me start with just a little bit of a general update of what's going on down here on planet Earth. Right now we're in the midst of of preliminary finalities on some incredible changes that hopefully soon will be announced. Uh, From what I've learned from from people, uh, the fundings that people are waiting for have been moved from uh, being in in various uh, funding accounts to now going into the personal accounts for actual distribution. So all the trust funds are set up and ready to go. The RVs are ready to go also. So what we are seeing right now is that that aspect of the financial system is getting close to happening. Secondly, what is what is going on right now is that we are in the midst of a large and amazing government change. Right now, many legal systems that have had to be kept secret because these, these were under wraps is were preliminary arrests and preparations for allowing this great change to happen not only here in this nation but around the world. So a new a new financial system is getting ready to be born. Uh, new governments are getting ready to happen. Disclosure will happen once these new governments are actually manifested and are doing their announcements. So what we're in the midst right now of at this particular time is the final transition period. Also, the Galactic Federation, along with the Agarthans, who are the Inner Earth Peoples, and the Ascendant Masters, are busily finishing up those particular aspects that are required for these actual distributions to occur. So what we are seeing seeing right now is the is the tail end of various things that are part of a process to allow this particular nation, this world, and the consciousness of this planet to change. Over the last 2,000 years, we have been part of a system of de facto government that has finally reached the tail end. It is now bankrupt, basically. It is. It still has various de facto powers that it can do because it is the government in charge. But what it can do and what it can't do is actually being limited right now by those who are part of the actual de jure or legal system that is to replace them. Now, as far as disclosure goes, which is what I'm really interested in, uh, there is a thing called first contact. Part of that first contact is a massive landing of ships from the Galactic Federation so that they can begin a process of educating all of us in how this particular system is to be worked. And what I mean is the actual system of allowing us to move from where we are right now to being fully conscious being. A fully conscious being is, to use a definition so people get an idea of what I'm talking about, is basically a physical angel, a being who has all the powers of an angel but is physical in nature. We are the supervisors, the overseers, the supervising guardians of physicality. Our task will be, once we become fully conscious, to join our fellows in bringing forth 
the edicts of heaven in allowing for this reality to be unfolded and switch from a 3D reality that it now is to a full-fledged 5D spiritual-oriented reality. This is close to happening at the present time. So what we have at the have going on is, like I said at the beginning, is this transitional period. So what is going on with all of us right now is that we are now at the edge of a great change. And what we can be talking about during the course of this uh, interview is talking about the changes going on to each one of us, how we are changing in our RNA, DNA. We're changing right now from a two-strand RNA, DNA, to one that has been actually photographed at three and four strands, to one that will eventually move to the full 12 strands. And this uh, beautiful star tetrahedron is the RNA-DNA outline of a fully conscious being. So what we're doing at the present time is moving from where we are right now to being fully conscious. So the question becomes, how do we get there? How does governments change? How do things in our reality suddenly change into something else and transform into what I'm going to be talking about? What we have to realize at this time is that this reality has reached a point where it is no longer what it used to be. Many people will notice that since 2006, 2008, when we had the near cave-in of our financial system and the tremendous problems with our government, is because we had reached a point here in the last part of this previous decade of going from where we are and where we've always been to where we're, we are moving toward the end of the transition, the re- bringing forth of a fully conscious reality. Now, how has this been done? In my various lectures and what I'm going to be doing in my webinar on Sunday is I'm going to be talking about moving from the 3D reality we're at right now to the 5D reality where we're heading. And how does this impinge our various aspects of our physical beingness? How has this caused changes in it? What is the reasons for it? What aches and pains and maladies are we are we going through how does this add to the process or detract from the process of our change and then let's look at the other aspects of it what we are moving for from is a brain or logic oriented reality to a intuitive or heart generated or heart directed reality as you move from one to the other you begin to see how necessary it is that these be done in stages. So what has been happening to us is we have been moving gradually over the last three decades from being people that are, as we've always been in our societies, to beginning to become aware of change, learning to understand change, and beginning to realize what kind of change is actually being implied by heaven and by the Galactic Federation. So let's... Let's begin to look at some of this and see where we're at right now. Where we're at right now is the following. We are beginning to bring in a 13-chakra system. Approximately four of those chakras are forming in each one of us. We're beginning to feel aches and pains and difficulties. That's part of this process. I'll get into more of that when I talk about my webinar to you on my webinar on, on Sunday and then again on Thursday. So what is also happening is a change in financial and governmental system. Way back in the late 1990s and in the year 2000 and in March of 2001, Congress secretly passed through 
And then it was sequestered by the Supreme Court a set of acts called NASARA. NASARA simply stands for the National Economic Stabilization and Reformation Act. What is happening here with NASARA is we are moving from a government based upon that which which happened in the post-Civil War era in the 1870s and onward to a new reality that allows for government to finally truly become transparent and allows for government finally to truly represent the people. The present system that we now have in our government is a de facto system. It is not that does not represent the true aspects of what the U.S. Constitution was about, nor does it fully represent the people. Instead, it represents a small group of bankers, wealthy, and very influential people who have come together to create a series of realities in government that limit what government can do and what it can't do. So as a result of this, government has always been influenced by what's going to go on and what's not going to go on. All of this is blatantly illegal. Those people who have studied it in a nutshell have discovered that this particular reality needs to be changed and they have done things that will soon allow for new monies, prosperity, and the rise of new governmental institutions to happen that will more readily allow us to return to our true constitutional and common law aspects, which are the true origins of what this nation is about. This is close to happening. That's about all I can say about it, because to do it requires a certain degree of secrecy, since what we're talking about is changing this actual government and allowing for change to occur. This is all now legally happening, and we're very close to that. Now let's look at the financial system. One of the things Nassara talks about is that there has to be a financial system that represents the true aspects of our nation. In other words, a monetary system not based upon some fixed asset, which is not really there. In other words, a a system of government based upon a fiat currency, but a system of government based upon a true value currency. In other words, so-called hard currency You can call that gold and silver and platinum, whatever. What it is is based upon true and real wealth. All of that is also very close to happening. So as you can see, what is occurring with us right now is we are moving towards being able to A, have a new government in stock, B, have a new currency and a new financial system, and all of this is very close to happening. So, uh, <laughs> what I'm trying I'm trying to do here is get an interview going, but I am talking to myself. So hey, let me Kelvin. just hi we're hi hi uh, we're really here. Um, <clears throat> I um, actually had several people um, write in and and give me some questions that I can ask. And if you want to continue on with what you were doing, that's fine. We were just listening. Okay, no. And um, Okay. Um, uh, Somebody asked, well, what would you like to see happen over the next 30 days? What would I like to see? I would like to see all the things I was just talking about happen. I would like to see all of those wonderful changes in government and finance in changes of our system, and in, but most of all, to have disclosure occur. 
those would make me very, very happy because they're close to happening. The actual formula when this sacred date is uh, has not been disclosed to me. All they keep telling me is uh, it's extremely, extremely close, that it's that it will happen shortly. That's their new key fun word for me right now is shortly. So that's what... That's all I can really say with dates and updates, et cetera, is for them to ha- it's going to happen shortly. So that's what I would have to say to them. And my expectation is that it will happen sometime in the next 30 days, roughly. So I would like okay. for that to occur because everybody has been telling me how all this stuff has been transferred and it's ready to go. So I just say, let it go. So that's where I'm at right now. Good. Well, and then there is uh, some people that are questioning. Okay, that we heard a little bit about the interim president and vice president um, taking a seat here, and and um, they gave, even gave names. And everybody's kind of wondering what happened. Well, the actual names of people and who they are has to remain absolutely secret until it occurs. So. As I as I say to people when they're talking to me, I just say, "Well, your guess is as good as mine. Pick the person based upon the concepts that you think they need to embody to be successful, and come up with people. And that's all you'll be doing. You'll be speculating who they really are going to have. They've already selected. They've already put them through preliminaries of what they're to do. They already know." the procedure of the announcements, et cetera, and so all they are waiting for, very simply, is for the buzzer to be pressed, so to speak, and then everything can happen, and that's what I'm waiting for, and then I'll find out who they are. Until then, I will come up with a name in my mind, but I really don't know. Nobody knows who these people are. Could they be, could they look, I mean, could they embody, for example, could they embody our present president? and look like him, but they're actually, they're not? Ooh, what a good question. <laughs> uh, I have no idea. Could be. I can say about anything is your guess is as good as mine. They have been more secret lately than the Manhattan Project about this. <laughs> <laughs> maybe and then there's, you go ahead, Paula. I was going to say, maybe it's because things are changing so quickly they don't want to put it out there until they know it's stopped, you know, I just see things switching back and forth, back and forth, and they don't want to uh, share anything until it's, you know, kind of slows down. Oh, definitely. One of the things that that we can definitely say about this is that it is extremely fluid right now, that they have the upper hand in this uh, fluid situation, that they will use everything they have to maintain that, and then at the appropriate time, they will act. What that particular appropriate time is, is anybody's guess, because, as I said, they are extremely secretive about this. And the result is that anybody who talks to the public in any way, they are just giving them the preliminaries, and that's all. So that's all I've really had is they will give me lectures on how everything is going along swimmingly, what's happened. I will have other people call up and confirm what I have learned, that they've been told the same things. But as for the actual process of what's going on and when, uh, that is secret. Falling. <laughs> um, okay, and I have another question that was on the agenda here is the meteor 
the meteor is uh, coming close to Earth on February the 15th and 16th. Will it have a big effect on all of us, or no. what should we expect? No, no it won't. Oh, good. It won't have any effect. One of the things that they are doing out there, because they are out there, is they are making sure that nothing that could mess up what they're getting ready for all of us to go through is messed up by uh, some object in space. So they are making sure that nothing dangerous or serious happens. So I don't really expect any problems with any kind of astronomical object of any sort that could be in, in anything close to a, a near-Earth encounter. So, Of course, near-Earth encounters in astronomy are like 2 to 10 million miles apart from our from where we are. So if you were to look at it that way, you really see it's not that close. <laughs> when you figure that the that Mars at its closest approach is 40 million miles away and we're talking about an object 10 to 15 million miles away, it's uh it's not really very close. It's way out there. It's like hundreds of times the uh diameter of the moon away from us. So we really do not have to worry at all about that. What about the Earth itself, um, like earthquakes, volcanoes? That will be kept at certain levels that will cause some difficulties. There could be some catastrophes, some minor tidal waves. But so far, what they've been able to do is keep most of the major tidal waves that are supposedly occurring when there's a major sea quake from really occurring. And the people in who monitor these things by satellite or else have special boys on the ocean are amazed at the fact that these potentially dangerous things don't hit at the level they did like in the Christmas of 2004 when we had that disaster in the Indian Ocean. So, so far we have not had anything close to that. Will we have major earthquakes? Yes, we have. We've had quite a few major eruptions. They've even turned off some major eruptions in Iceland that were starting to affect uh, European travel and were starting to cause problems with uh, with aircraft. So they are basically keeping things right now at a certain level that permits things to go forward as they are intended. And I guess once all this happens, then we'll know more. But it, right now, we're, we're just sitting in kind of a, it's kind of like a period of, of early part of World War II that they call the, the quiet or the phony war, when Everything just stopped because uh, the Germans were getting ready to do whatever they were getting ready to do, and nobody knew what it was. In this case, it's the opposite. It's not an enemy or a war. It's the situation of changes in this reality are indeed happening. They are happening according to a divine plan, and the purpose of what the Galactic Federation is doing is using its energies, its abilities, and its technology to make sure that all of these occur as planned, and that's basically all that... I know right now, and from all that I've heard, all I've seen, and all I observed, everything continues to move forward. We are we are learning that there are babies being born actually now with three and and four strand DNA. We are discovering that four and upper strands of of RNA and DNA is occurring naturally in the bodies of humans right now. Uh, various people who study this have done this, and various magazines like Scientific American are reporting them. So what we have going on right now is that we are seeing that we are mutating, we are changing. There is definitely a quickening pattern going on with what's happening. The economic system is moving forward 
uh, in an entirely different manner than if we are officially being told in the mainstream news. Uh, things are getting ready to pop. We don't know exactly when they are, but those in the know in the financial system understand the dire nature of the system. They understand that what is happening right now is just manipulated news, and it's amazing what manipulated news can make people believe. People believe deeply that if you see it and hear it on television, it must be real. So what I would have to say to this is it's all behind the scenes. It is happening. People are noticing it. I even saw that there was a little CNN report where they were showing things during the inauguration, and a bunch of ships showed up sailing around the Washington Monument in Washington a couple days ago. So what I know is they are making themselves known as they wish, they are out there. It is real. It is not something that has been made up. And all this contact will occur when they are good and ready to happen. And what they keep telling me is it's shortly. What that word truly means, uh, we can speculate all we want, but the actuality of it is they are deciding it, and when they are ready to do so, it will occur. And they keep telling me that that is not very far off. Well, that's good news. <laughs> the, the other, you know what, you were talking about the RNA, DNA, and it was really interesting. The other mo uh, morning I had a, a third eye vision that arrived, um, and I was able, uh, I was just ready to get out of bed, and just before I opened my eyes, my entire body opened down the center like a zipper just from my chin down, just kind of opened up like two doors, and exposing the center of my entire body inside that was like really a shimmering, pale, turquoise, bluish diamond sparkling all over. And it was really kind of strange. I went, oh, that's interesting. So it looked like the whole inside, I don't know, if I, it, it looked like maybe four to six inches across. It was like uh, all this sparkly, blue, extremely pale diamond reflection it was just amazing and i and i thought well could that be like you know you're talking about the the structure of the inside of us going from a carbon base to uh, a crystalline structure and that was you know put before me what do you think about that well we are changing when we as we move toward the 13 hertz frequency change and we're all now right around 12.9 to how many how many nines but Mm -hmm. So what is happening here is we are on the verge of a massive shift in our reality, and it's changing everything. It is beginning to show up now where scientists, because it's so overwhelming, are beginning to now acknowledge that indeed the, the strand numbers of RNA, DNA is, is greater than they're saying. They're talking about how these overlays are occurring. There's all kinds of crop circles that have happened over the last few years where they, people have been shown, indeed, that this multiple strand RNA DNA is part of this change in our energy patterns. People who study our basic body frequency have noticed that we have raised up from around 8 to, once again, this 12.9 ad finitum number. So we are shifting. The frequency of our world is going up. The Earth is doing the same thing. We see effects occurring. The amount of clouds and other structures that are pristine changes, in other words, instead of the regular colors, more the uh, prismatic colors that are more 
bright, more able to to be seen as different colors than reds or greens or oranges, we're beginning to see that these new greater colors are coming out and people who look up at the sky are seeing at night and and in various other times of the day that the cloud patterns, the nature of the colors around them are taking on these beautiful new colors. And as a result of this, we are now seeing that this planet is indeed shifting. And when people are starting to look up at the auroras in the north and south, they are seeing that these are moving farther and farther toward the equator. So what is happening is our planet is shifting. The energy patterns, the gravity anomalies are increasing. So our planet is indeed getting ready to shift, to change, to alter itself. The same thing is getting ready in each one of us, like you observed in your in your dream and you're looking through with your changes occurring in the body. We are indeed changing so are, to a higher light-oriented pattern, which looks almost like a crystalline pattern. This is because of the higher frequencies of light. We're also shifting from 3D to a 5D reality. In a 5D reality, you have a direct interrelationship with the environment. It's not separate. It's not like the environment is here, you've got a wall, it's solid. The wall can interact with you at any time because you have the ability with your mind to interact with it and change it at will. So the result is that whatever you wish to manifest as an environment becomes instantaneous. People are noticing that. Or you'll have strange things where you'll notice voices that sound very familiar. Or you'll see people that look very familiar and they come in for a few seconds or maybe as much as a minute and they disappear. Or you see scenery and it comes in and it changes. What is happening is that is the reality preparing for this shift. And as we get closer and closer to the actual time when this is happening, all this stuff is occurring at greater and greater frequencies. So people are seeing that they get glimpses of 5D. They feel things within themselves. Energies change. We're going through all kinds of physical changes which create aches and pains. We also sense deep inside that this government and the way the reality we have right now has not got very long to go. More and more people up around the 70% plus are now feeling more and more when they really look at the reality around them. They sense that a great change, a great shift is about to happen and that the world they know is no longer going to last much longer. And so all of us are understanding this. We're sensing it. We're feeling it. We're noticing it, the changes in our body. People like scientists who constantly study the earth are seeing changes in the planet. We are noticing great changes around us. Science more and more, if you start talking into the scuttlebutt patterns of what the rumors going on and scientists talking to one another about what they're observing, more and more they begin sensing and seeing and discussing with one another that indeed the old paradigm of science is no longer relevant, that some new one that includes a spiritual aspect needs to be included. And we have more and more scientists looking around, talking and putting together within their own minds what this paradigm needs to be and what is necessary to help create that within the entire network of different types of sciences. And sciences are also not liking anymore that they are so specifically oriented. Just like doctors have specialties, and this became ad infinitum, so science has done the same thing. So different forms of geology, biology, uh, atmospheric physics, etc., are looking around and saying, 
we need to re-look at what is going on in this reality, and we need to change it. We need to bring in this spiritual aspect, and this is really the key to it. Whole institutions and based on the advancement of science are secretly saying that the future science that's going to engulf all the present science concepts is the science of consciousness, the science of, of understanding the nature of spirit and how it actually relates to the formation of matter and how matter can be changed, how we can do things that sound almost like something out of Star Trek, uh, transporters, etc., we can do this, food processors, etc. All of this invention stuff can be brought forth. It's not just things out there. It actually can be done. Certain science have done preliminary experimentations that say with lasers and have discovered that lasers are much more than just unidirectional light or polarized light. It's more than that. It actually represents how the energies can be shifted. They've learned the nature of energy. Even the uh, people at the uh, at the Grand Collider have, have learned that materials can go faster than the speed of light. That if we look at the basic concepts of Newton and Einstein, etc., we need change. We need to re-look at what we've taken for granted for decades and change everything up. We need to make a totally new paradigm. And this is something that science is going through. Normally, this takes centuries or a lot of decades. For instance, at the beginning of the last century, when Alfred Wagner talked uh, about the movement of continents, continental drift, he was laughed at. Now, at the beginning of the 21st century, it has been for decades the standard concept of how geology looks at how the Earth changes. So... What we have here is the same thing going on, but at a much faster pace because we have things they didn't have at the beginning of the last century, which is we have a thing called computers and a thing that interconnects with computers called the Internet. As a result of that, it becomes possible to create all kinds of communications. We have all kinds of devices on the Internet that allows you to look around and communicate globally with people. Skype is just one example of that. So what we have is a massive switching of information instantaneously around this globe. People are taking all of that information and looking at how it relates to change. They're looking at what is unusual, what are the anomalies going on, how does that relate to what we believe or not believe about what the world is supposed to be doing. And so it's changing. Science is going through this at a much faster rate. And as it changes, it's also changing technology. Technology is running to the point where we have new generations of computers not in five years or ten years. We have them in one year or two years. And some people say in another year or two it will probably be in months. So what we're having here is a rapid speeding up of technology, a rapid speeding up of everything related to that technology. What is also happening is our bodies are changing. When doctors do pure research, they discover that what's going on is amazing. One of the things that has been going forth in, in genetics is the so-called theory of, of, of epigenetics. Epigenetics is now taking over genetics, and we're seeing just exactly how emotions and the technology of our environment relates to how genetics shifts. So that change or evolution in genetics is no longer a long-term 
thing, it's now we're now seeing that it can happen inter, intragenerationally. It can happen not just between generations, but within generations. And so this is what is occurring right now out there. And when you begin to really look at it, you begin to see that all the things that I am talking about is not crazy stuff. It's something that science and the edge sees as a normal aspect of how every day the world really works. So I look at all of this and I see that, indeed, all the things that I've been talking about are very, very close to happening. And as a result of that, the news we can say to the world, the good news we can say, this change is indeed occurring and it is all reaching around everywhere. It's reaching this magical level where things change. We're, we're reaching that threshold level where the world shifts. And so that is nothing that's years off. It's something that's extremely close. It's As the Galactic Federation likes to say to me, it's shortly. And that's what's occurring and, of course, all of us experience it. We all have aches and pains every day from what's going on. Uh, a lot of people I know, including myself, we want to eat a lot lighter. I mean, our eating um, habits have changed. Right. It has to because as your bodies change, the type of meals you had when you were younger no longer relates. And it's not just because of the aging process, which is something that happens to people. You don't eat as much. It's because we consciously look at the world, we consciously look at our diet, and we see how it relates to the changes going on physically within our, our physical form, within our bodies. And we, we change. And also we see these little aches and pains, muscles changing, new chakra systems coming in, causing changes in our diaphragms, causing changes in our heart chakra being changed with the thymus center coming in, etc. So as you see all of this going on and you feel it, you begin to get symptoms and you talk to people about it and you see a lot of other people have the same things going on as you do or have passed through those and are talking about uh, things that could happen after that. And so you have a general idea that when you acquire some other new stuff that's happening physically to you that indeed what you discuss with other people is occurring. So you see that you're part of a process of, of change and it's not just some random stuff happening. Well, um, I I uh, also have another question here. Evidently, the person is questioning um, the underneath the Mount Shasta. There's a place called Telos, and they're questioning if Telos is close to um, Agartha. And uh, if you could, and then there's another question after that. But that would be the first question they're asking. Okay, I can answer that real quick. Agartha is the inner Earth. And Telos is part of Agartha. So there's Agarthans living in Telos. So they are one and the same. Quick okay. and simple. <laughs> okay. So, and how many cities? I mean, is there more than one city in Agartha, you know, uh, that that reside on the inner part of the Earth? There are over 300 major cities. And there Ooh. are hundreds of minor cities. There's a huge network. It follows the grid of the world. And so if you look at where the major grid points are, you will find most of the major of those 300 cities, and you will find in the minor grid points most of the minor hundreds of cities. What the Agarthans do is they they put themselves to live in places in inner Earth that mirror how the Earth's grid pattern operates. Because the, pr the primary purpose of a fully conscious being is that we are here to maintain and to help 
in change. So what we do is we sustain the planet's life energies and we help to make sure that changing, the birthing of new things, goes forth as easily and as quickly as divinely possible. So that's what they are doing. Their job right now is to watch the Earth, which they are a part of as we are. It's it's our home world to all of us. And their job is to do those things that allow for Mother Earth, for Gaia, to move forward in preparing herself to unify at the right moment the 5D world that now exists in Agartha and Inner Earth that can move eventually, once we change, into a unified 5D reality. And the same thing is happening throughout the solar system. We are not unique in that. There's climate change occurring on Mars. There is changes occurring in Mercury. Mercury, a few decades ago, was called the deadest planet in the entire solar system. It now has some of the most violent volcanoes in the entire solar system. We are all changing. This is part of a system that goes from the sun all the way out to Pluto and beyond into the Oort cloud, which is the very out, outer edge of our particular solar system. So what we are see happening uh, out there right now is that we are not alone in how our planet is shifting. The entire solar system, Mars, Mercury, Venus, the large gaseous planets, Jupiter, and outwards, towards Saturn and etc. All of those are changing. People are noticing great changes occurring even on Uranus and Neptune. People are seeing changes occurring everywhere. And as I said, Mars is going through climate change just as we are. We have to understand that this entire solar system is shifting. Likewise, we are shifting. This is not some strange anomaly. This is something that has been confirmed by planetologists and has been confirmed by people who are trained geologists on this planet of just exactly how what's happening on this world is being mirrored what's happening on the other worlds that make up our solar system. And it's also happening at the very core of the solar system, the sun. The sun has been going through some strange hyperactivities for the last few decades. All of this is part of the change that we are now approaching. We're approaching the choice point when this will actually happen. And so as a result, all of us can sense it because we see what's happening to our physical bodies. We see what's happening, to the, as I said, to the planet. And if you study all the information coming in, you get to realize that our entire solar system is doing this. Not only is our solar system doing this, there are special odd activities going on throughout this galaxy. So what is happening is this entire galaxy, as well as ourselves, is in the midst of a vast, incredible set of change. And this transformation is changing the very dimensional energies of the reality that all of us now reside in throughout this galaxy. So what is happening here is those worlds that are already shifted to full consciousness are seeing that part of what they have to do is to use the energies that they possess to move those areas that are not quite there to amalgamate all of that together into one great unity whole. And that's what's happening right now. This this galaxy has reached a point where it is beginning a massive shift, a kind of giant flashover that's going to change everything. And this is something that people are understanding. If you, you can you see the in the prophecies and many religious texts, in the changes 
prophesized for this time and everything. There is a huge, amazing change, and this is the time frame for when it is to happen. So we are sitting right now on the edge of an immensity of change, and we are reaching finally that threshold choice point when it will actually flip over and shift. And we can see this in our bodies. We can see this in everything around us. And whether you're an astronomer, whether you're a cosmetologist, a, a cosmologist, whether you, you are a planetologist, whatever you are that deals with the very nature of how our physical universe operates, you see everyday changes that prove conclusively that this is a great change and that we are at that point. And so that's all I'm really saying right now is that we have reached the point when this great change will occur. And that's what I'm going to be doing on Sunday is putting a lot of these points together to help people get a better understanding of what's going on. So you're actually saying that our body is mirroring what's taking place and vice versa. Maybe the earth is mirroring what, what's happening to us. And we're kind of, it's kind of like grids or kind of like meridian points. Mm-hmm. It's like... We're, we're changing each other no matter where we are in the, in the universe. Is that what you're saying, actually? We're all changing because not only the grids of this reality that we know of right here on planet Earth and in our immediate solar system are shifting, the grid system of the entire galaxy is changing. We are in the midst of a great change in the conscious nature of everything living in this particular not only solar system but galaxy. So we are we have reached a magical point. And of course, one of the great things about this is that it's not just doing it secretly, it's blasting information about this throughout everywhere. To not be aware of this is only because mainstream media has been ordered by those in power here to ignore it or to make it look like it's some kind of a strange oddball anomaly. It's not. It's part of a great incredible change of immense proportions that's happening throughout this the system of reality that we now reside in and that other beings reside in as well because we are not alone we are part of a great unity of life life is not some amazing rare thing that does not occur it's everywhere right now there's even speculation going on throughout all people studying uh, planetology that there exists not just one or two or ten or twenty Earth-like planets throughout this galaxy, but thousands, maybe even millions. So what we're talking about is life. That life occurs in immense, unbelievable amounts, almost like seemingly, because of the immensity, almost seeming infinite. And that the forms of it, likewise, are infinite, because... One thing you'll notice about life on this planet is the immensity of diversity of life. Those people who, in biology, who characterize different life forms and attempt to put them in the ladder of who and what they are, understand that there's not just one or two or three of them, there's at least nine or ten of them. And so these are unique life forms. And what's happening out there in our galaxy is that there are even more of these life forms existing out there. And they are very intelligent. They have extremely advanced technologies. And what we are approaching right now, what we are discovering right now, is that we are not alone and that we have among us various types of technologies and beings that are getting ready to disclose themselves to us, starting off with 
human type beings like ourselves because we are people from where they came we are those people here on this planet they are all our ancestors they are all those beings that resemble and look like us because that's where we came from we are immigrants everything that we know about ourselves and look at we are unique if when biology really looks at humans they discover how we do not really exist on this planet as people that are earth originated people we are we are people who are from another other worlds and these ancestors of us these people who are the race of beings from whence we came are now returning here because we are ready to return to what we really are, which are fully conscious beings and where we belong is helping worlds throughout this galaxy and all the other galaxies that make up creation. We are ready to return to the stars to become who we are. We are finally decided to enter no longer our caterpillar stage we are getting ready to do our metamorphosis and become this space-traveling butterfly that we really are, this crystalline, immor- immortal being that we are really, truly are, this wonderful crystalline light being. And this is where we're, where we're right now at the edge of becoming. A great shift is around us. And this is something, I'm not alone in this, when I first started doing all of this 20 years ago, People looked at me because I was unique in what I was saying. Right now, I have hundreds of people, if not thousands of people, who mirror a large part of what I talk about. I know that this is because people are now waking up and sensing all the stuff that I was told and now beginning to recant to people publicly what they know because this is reality and this is the shift that is happening. And for consciousness to shift It needs a minimal of a certain amount, a certain percentage of the population to shift. We are there. And as a result, the change that is about to occur to all of us, which is going to change our financial system, our economic system, which is going to change who we are and how we relate to each other, this is part of a process of change that is now about to truly flower. And as it manifests around us, we are going to see just how magnificent and wonderful it truly is because most people cannot sense the immensity of the beauty of what we are about to become. And so as a result of that, we are expecting more and more for us to increase in who and what we are. And as you do that, you leave more and more of this reality open for change. And this opens up us to truly do this amazing incredible leap i call it the giant leap backwards into who we really are we're about to leap over all this time that we've spent 13 millennia down here and we're going to change it all we're going to become once again who we really are meant to be and that's the that's the beauty of it that's the good news of all that's happening and all that's about ready to manifest around us Sheldon, let me take just a moment and let people know, because we want to let them know now and then and a little bit before the end, that you do have an upcoming uh, webinar this Sunday, and um, it's the 27th of January from noon until 1.30, and that's that's in uh, California time. That's uh, Pacific Standard Time. And um, if they go Shelf. to your website, 
Can you hear? Hi. If you want to go to the website, it's paoweb.com. Again, it's paoweb.com, and you'll be able to check it out. And um, the seats are kind of limited now, but if you excuse me, check, you'll be able to uh, to be able to be with us. And there's actually two days. This is this involves uh, not only Sunday but also a Thursday. Right, and, Thursday night um, at six. Right. Thursday night at 6, right. Uh, Sheldon, your website, people need to know about that. I mean, you have newsletters that people can go and uh, sign in and get free newsletters and keep updated. You have lots of archives about different things, many, many books you've put before the public over the last few years. They're they're very beautiful and DVDs that people can watch and and get to understand all of this much more easily. And um, I'm trying to think what else. Um, can you briefly talk? Uh, there's a question here. It says, "Can you talk about the Empress of China regarding the gold and the recent uh, things that have taken place on that?" Do you want to talk about? Can you talk about anything about that? Well, what we have to understand is that there have been funds, not only in China but throughout the world. There's a master. World trust, and it's, that trust exists not only in in the East, in China, and that's what Kuan Yin does, but it exists in the West, and that's what uh, Saint Germain, Count Saint Germain, is about. Both have immensities of fundings, and this gold, etc., exists oh, not only in China, which is getting ready to manifest as well into special accounts, but also in the East. I mean, in the West, and that's Saint Germain. So Saint Germain and and and, of course, Kuan Yin together, two Ascendant Masters, are working with all the other Ascendant Masters. And remember, there are over a 1,000 of them. And they have come together to do one thing, which is to bring us a new prosperity, new governance, and to change the world. Because the time has now come, according to divine edict, that various decrees have now come down from the highest levels of heaven that it's now time for this planet to shift. It's now time for it to become fully potentialized again, that it no longer has to lower its energies. It can again change, morph back into what it once was, which is a magnificent, beautiful planet, one of the most sacred planets in this entire galaxy. And we are here to be its stewards, its guardians. And we have come here to do that task, there are the Agarthans, who are the remnants of ancient Lemuria, who are sitting in inner earth waiting for us to change. And that great moment has now come. They are now just waiting for the heavenly clarion call, I might call it the sacred trumpet to sound, when we shall finally manifest all of this. We shall meet them. We shall meet our galactic family, our space family, we will meet our spiritual family from heaven. There are immense lineages of heaven which are here, which do not fully realize who they are, are just beginning to get a glimmer of what they are. And once they are changed, need to feel the oneness from their various aspects of their celestial families. That is coming as well. So what we are seeing here is a massive change. And what I'm going to be doing on Sunday is talking about moving from this 3D reality to this 5D reality and all that it means. And the ultimate thing that it means is we are returning 
to who we were, that this immense fall into 3D reality is done. We have an immense amount of wisdom that we have garnered from it, and the time is now for all of us to change. So realize, we've got 400 gazillion amounts of money in the West and in the East to be distributed. The use of this money is is part of a change in our reality. Eventually, when you're a fully conscious being, money doesn't mean anything to you because you can manifest anything you need. That's where we're returning to. This is just a stopgap. Understand that all that's about to happen as the initial aspects of this change are just stopgaps on the road to us becoming fully conscious, creating a natural galactic society. When we do all of that, it allows us to move into an entirely new reality, which is the reality of the Agarthans, the reality of the Galactic Federation beings that we will meet shortly to mentor us through this process. So that's what's important. And so my update is about two things. One, the good news that indeed this is shortly about to happen, and two, all the preparation for it has been done. Our bodies have changed, the planet is changing, the entire solar system is changing, the entire galaxy is changing. So what we need to know very simply is that indeed this new reality is is doing. So at 12 on Sunday, for all those in, in the webinar, I'm going to talk about all of this. We'll talk about a meditation for helping people through the pain. We're going to talk about what are some of these symptoms and how are some of the ways to get in touch with your med team to help move yourself through this. So that's what I'm going to be doing, and, and you, you've given the date. It's only $15 to attend, so I, w- I wanted people to know that it's there and what I'm doing. That's that's great. Okay. Um, so actually, we're doing a cosmic dance here, and we, we have a light switch. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that we're going to be that we're going to be switching on. Exactly. Not only us. But it looks like the, our our whole Earth is going to be switching, and it, and it's come almost like we have some tentacles out there, and we're kind of feeling the right moment. And it's nice to know that we have a med team that we can contact to help us through this. Yeah, yeah, and adjusting our frequencies. Sheldon, you really, uh, you're really great. Thank you for being with us. We really appreciate um, you taking time out and and sharing your wealth of knowledge. And um, we'd love to have you back again soon. And please, um, you know, head to the website, paoweb.com. That's P like Peter, uh, or planet. Yeah, yeah, A like apple. Yeah, and O O like org. (laughs) Organization, (laughs) right, planetary activation organization. Yeah, thank you. And uh, and head there and again sign up for the for the free newsletter and um, hop on and have a wonderful Sunday uh, with us from uh, twelve until one thirty. And blessings to you all. Thank you again for being with us. Thank you, Sheldon. Right. Thank you for having me on again. Thank you. All right. Well, do you want to give out the web? Uh, hello. Hello. Oh, she hung up. Okay. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Sheldon. Sure. You have a great, great day. And I'll real quickly, I'll give out the website, which is www.paoweb.com. And just come there, and I'll look forward to everybody having a wonderful Sunday with me. Yes, we all look forward to being with you. Thank you.
Okay. And everybody and everybody be in joy. Salamat Jah, which is that in Syrian, be in joy. Okay? We surely will. Thanks. Oh, right. Have a great day. Okay. Bye-bye. Hey, did hang up? I told him I would call him when I had, you know, my...